0: Good morning. I am Danny, and you are listening to the Morning Bliss with Danny podcast. Grab your favorite morning drink, and let's get started with today's episode. Hey guys, what's up? It is Danny here with the Morning Bliss with Danny podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Um, If you listened to last week's episode, or I should say on Mondays, you know that we are actually going to talk about parenting today. And, you know, to start off, guys, I was going to go into this big thing about parenting, styles, blah, 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 all these big things. And then, you know what? After some conversations and talking and honestly, just the feeling that I had around it, I didn't want to anymore. And it's not that I don't want to do this episode today because I do. I really do. And I think I hope what I do bring is really good for you guys and brings you some maybe peace or clarity or you know an uplifting moment or something. Um but really my thoughts behind today's episode is honestly just because every parent is beautiful in their own way. And the way you parent, the way I parent, the way grandma parented it doesn't matter um you know I especially after these conversations too I think everybody has really done the best that they can and it's really hard to sit here and sit here and go through all these situations and say hey this worked for me because I already knew from day one trying to put that together that it will work for me right now and my kids but that doesn't mean it will work for you so I really wanted to approach this episode now differently Um, so really I want to bring more of an uplifting thing for you guys. I'm going to talk about a couple things about parenting and then we'll just kind of go into some positives or maybe some encouragement for you guys today as parents, because parenting is hard. It really is. It, it, you know, it's another thing like marriage. It's a choice. You choose to be in your child's life every day. You choose to be their guide and their protector and all of the many roles and hats that you do as a parent to lead them on the path that they are supposed to go. So, but before we get started and all of that fun, one Guys, oh my gosh, we are a full month into this. So one huge thank you so much. If you have been a dedicated listener here, if you are just starting with me, I welcome you so much. I'm so excited, guys. You guys have literally just made me feel so happy listening. You guys are awesome. You're so supportive. I get all of these wonderful texts and Snapchats and all of these things. You guys have no idea how much it brightens my day when I know that I release an episode. And of course, my episodes release Monday and Fridays to get these texts that I'm listening or I'm catching up or your episode was great or, you know, and even if you have negative comments, that's okay. Please share them because I need to know your feedback. your feedback matters to me, and I really want to produce content that's great for you guys. So one, like I said, hugely thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited that we are on this journey, guys. Second of all, um, I got to be a guest on my first podcast this last weekend. Super exciting to do that. It was awesome. And if you want the details to that, it is actually called If They Won't Listen. They are on Apple, and they are on YouTube, and I believe pod something. I'll figure that out here for you guys, but I will post all of their links, of course, below in my show notes so you guys can go take a peek at that episode. It was so much fun. So definitely take a peek at that episode. And of course, listen to those guys. They were so much fun to work with. It was so great. And I thoroughly enjoyed the experience. So definitely take a peek at that as well. Okay, so let's get started today. Why not, right? Um. So, <laughs> Parenting. Okay, we've already established, obviously, that parenting is a choice. It's a journey. And one, I have to say, I've been a mom for almost 10 years now, and that seems so crazy. Holy buckets, where's time going? Second of all, um, I'm not going to lie. If you are a dad on here, sorry, I know that you probably have your own tribe, but I don't know what that tribe looks like. (laughs) Um, I am part of the mom tribe. And so for the mom tribe that I have, I thank you because it really does. It takes a village to raise our children. And I actually met to one of my best friends through that way too. And we actually want to talk about that story on another day. <laughs> so we will do that. But um, really, it's just, it is, it's a full-on family, tribe, whatever you want to call it, that helps you raise your kids because doing it alone is not fun. I'm sure for anybody who is a single parent completely doing it on their own with no family help or anything, Um, but really even just having that one close friend that is there with you through it all. Having somebody there is worth everything because raising tiny humans to be extraordinary people is no easy task. It really isn't. And we live in such a world that deals with so many different things that are hard or hurt. And you just try to raise people who are going to be good in the world. And that's always been my prayer every day for my children is that no matter what I do, first of all, I want them to love God. And second of all, I just want them to be decent human beings. (laughs) I don't need them to, you know, be people who have had, I don't even know the right way to say this, to be honest, but I hope you guys get what I'm kind of saying out of that. Um, It is, it's just, it's really hard. You just want them to be good people. You really do. We just have, like I said, a lot of bad things in the world that the one good thing, if they could be that, would be amazing. So I just pray pray for them to be great people. <laughs> so as we start, um, you know, I think the biggest thing one to realize if you've never met me, I do have a almost 10-year-old daughter, a almost 9-year-old son, and a almost 5-year-old daughter. Um, and of course, each kid, like I think any parent knows, they're all different. You know, when you don't think that when you have these children, but they are. They just grow so differently. You can do probably baby things the same, but I promise you, even when I had babies, even year after year, let alone four years later with my last one, I did everything differently. And I don't know how, because it just kind of comes to you, or new things come out, or new products, or whatever it is, you just end up not doing it the same way with the second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever down the line. And then, of course, they get older, they get bigger, they obviously learn their own selves, they figure out kind of what makes them happy, what makes them angry, and you kind of start to understand a little bit more about your children, um, a little bit more as they grow. And you realize that how you parent one is not the same how you parent the other. It really isn't. I wish it was. <laughs> I so wish every day that my kids could all be the same way. Cause I feel like it would make it so much easier, but then, you know, you wouldn't learn as much as you do now. So you also probably shouldn't say that either. <laughs> Um, but really guys, you know, I think the big thing for me to start off with is the hard thing that I'm probably facing the most right now is my oldest is definitely starting to hit her preteen years. She's definitely kind of matured and grown, I think quicker than probably kids at her age do. Um, and I'm not sure why that is, but she just has, she's really, really tall. She's, I think, gosh, really kind of hit her puberty level like quickly in life. And anyway, which at the same, you know, too. She's kind of getting to that age anyway, but it is, it's hard because we just went from, you know, like what feels like elementary years of like, oh, I want to look really pretty today and different things like that to full on. How do I look? Am I skinny? Am I fat? What's this on my face? You know, am I doing enough? Like, why don't people like me? Things like that. We're now facing from what used to be, let's just dress up for school. And I had a great day. To now, what is everybody thinking about me? How can I be better? What's wrong with me? Did I do some things? Things like that. Like, we just went from, I feel like, this loving life to now this panic mode all the time. And if you know her, you know that she is very emotional, which I I love and I hate at the same time. Um, I know that emotional people are passionate. And there's a lot of good things that come from emotional people. But then for me, someone who is like me, who is just very very happy normally I am not equipped yet as a parent to figure out how to deal with that and so that's my big struggle as a parent right now and I'm not going to lie about that because it is it's very very hard for me I don't want to criticize her because her feelings are valid they are how she feels but at the same time I also don't know how to help her through them Um, And of course, you know, with this episode and many, many times before this too, I've read a lot of things. I've watched a lot of videos, things like that on how to parent. And of course, they're all for different stages. So now I'm really trying to study more into teenagers and that kind of whole phase of sassy and (laughs) yelling or whatever and how to help her through that because I don't want her to feel like she's alone. And I think that was the biggest thing, you know, for me growing up and stuff, too, is just my mom has always been kind of that friend in my life and stuff, too. But it is sometimes you just feel alone and you don't know what to do because you don't know who you are. You're, you're going through all of these things and you just you don't know how to comprehend everything that's going on around you. Um, and then you start having feelings, you know, for new people, for new things like she usually is a big social butterfly and she's now hit this ground of I'm really scared We actually went through an episode at school, um, a couple weeks ago here where we ended up getting a email from her teacher and her teacher's like, Hey, I just want you to know that she just started crying like after school, or I shouldn't say after school, after gym. And anyway, he's like, it's just very unlike her. Is everything okay? And it's like, then you just ask her and you're like, what happened? And she's like, I just felt really scared. And I said, well, do you know why? And she didn't, she had no idea. And so it's just like these emotions, these emotions that I'm unsure of how to help with because I never, and maybe I did and I just don't remember, but I feel like I never went through like that kind of phase, you know, like where I was just really scared. Like having nerves for something, yes, but she wasn't doing anything out of her normal routine. She went to gym class and was supposed to go to her next class and that's nothing out of the usual for her. So how she went from doing fine as I dropped her off to then being super scared and having things. I don't really know what happened, and I couldn't explain it because I didn't know how to help her, and so, you know, like, those are the struggles that I kind of face right now, too. Um, Another probably one that maybe other parents do, too, is just kind of anger in boys, (laughs) and maybe that's just their age, but that's kind of a hard piece, too, you know, it's just the emotion, the emotional pieces of it that you are unsure of yourself. So as I was kind of peeking through all of this, guys, I was trying to think of how I could encourage you, how I could tell you that, one, for you guys as parents or just being moms, you're not alone. Like, I promise other parents are going through the same thing you are. And I know one of the hard things that we face as parents is one society. Society tells us we're supposed to be a certain way. We're supposed to act a certain way. We're supposed to treat our children a certain way. And while a lot of that may come from studies and could be true, I feel like, like I said, each parent has their own unique story, and how you parent your children is your choice. It shouldn't be decided by your neighbor next door or even your own parents or anything else because you feel you know what is best for your children at that time. And so, like I said, one, you're not alone. I promise, like, we all are doing it here with you, and I really want to build that tribe with all of you, too, that, you know, you have somebody on your side at all times. I promise. (laughs) Um, because I feel like right now, especially like I've said in a million episodes, especially with COVID, people are feeling more isolated. People are feeling alone. And I never really want you to feel like that. I want you to always feel like you have somebody on your side because it's true. There is somebody on your side. Um, So I want you guys to know that this was like a perfect quote (laughs) for me at least too. Maybe it will be for you moms too. But it's like, as a mother, I'm not perfect. I make mistakes. I forget things. I lose my cool. And some days I go a little crazy, but it's okay because in the end, no one could ever love my child the way that I do, which I feel is so true. Oh my gosh. So true because I do, um, I could have sat here and told you a million parenting techniques. Of you should be more calm, you should do this, you should do that. Which, yeah, we all probably know like, probably the biggest thing I could probably say in that aspect of it is okay, this could rub people the wrong way, I'm not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> but it's just to treat your children as you want to be treated to. Granted, yes, you're their parent and you are guiding them, um, but think about it in a way like I actually had to really learn this to being married. Is if you wouldn't want to be extremely yelled at or hit or anything else like that, do you think your children are learning any better from it? That's just a question. I mean, if you feel that's what works for you, great. That's fine. Like, don't take that as a judgment. Um, I've just learned a lot more that if I have to yell, it's usually after I've been calm probably (laughs) five, six times. Um, Then it seems like you have to raise the voice because then they listen. So don't worry. I still do it, too. It's definitely not a judgment anywhere here. But it, it is. It's just like I try really hard to look at them, not as adults, but as people. Yes, they are my children. and Yes, I am trying to guide them and help them to be better people. But I also take the approach that they will not learn in their jobs as they get older, nor are they learning at school when they make mistakes by yelling at them or by hurting them or whatever. That just doesn't fly because obviously you don't get hit in school. You don't get yelled at. You don't get all this stuff. So why are we as parents choosing to do that and thinking that we'll teach them whatever it is we're trying to teach them? Um, So, yes, like I said, that could rub people the wrong way, but I promise I still do it, too. (laughs) So I think um, this episode probably won't be super long. (laughs) And just because I do, I just kind of want to uplift you guys, too, with all of this. So... Another great quote that I found is obviously, and I think this has actually floated a lot through social media lately, is be who you needed when you were young. Um, so kind of that same thing, you know, and stuff too, where there are certain aspects of your parents that you didn't receive that you are hoping to do better. You know, we've always kind of talked about our head in our heads growing up, you know, like we're going to give our kids better than what we had, you know, and that obviously usually comes down to material things or, you know, whatever. But I think some things that kids really need is just that emotional aspect. Um, They actually need hugs. Did you know that I think it says 60% of parents hug their kids up until the age of two? Then it becomes only 15% after that. So it's like we forget to even give our kids a simple hug today just to let them know that we love them. And so that's a thing that, you know, kind of resonates a little bit more with me too is that physical touch for our kids goes away when they get older now granted it could be something on them too maybe they're not big huggers or don't like it things like that but it is it kind of comes down to you know how can you be there for them to know that you can help them emotionally as well I think they go through a lot and especially this year too if a lot of kids are at home or stressed out because they were trying to learn or teach themselves and teachers did such a great job as much as they could But it is, it's still hard because you're trying to manage how many kids over a screen and yet these kids are still needing to kind of figure out how to do this to themselves. So lots of things going on, you know, so just that emotional touch too. If there was anything that I learned this year was time and I've tried to be more mindful of my time with my kids and putting more effort into what we do together And it's so true because there is also another, you know, kind of quote here too that says, and these were all the things that I used to think about day in and day out all the time. Like I need to clean the house. Well, I miss the art that she was holding up that day. I need to get going. I miss the song she was trying to teach me. I need to make dinner. I miss hearing about her rough day. I need to give her a bath. I missed the funny dance that she does. I need to slow down. And that was that quote, you know, it's great. Um, and it was actually posted on anxioustoddlers to teenscom <laughs> So if you're ever looking, but really it's, it's just like, it's that same thing. If COVID taught us anything, it was time and spending more time with loved ones. And I think it's just, it's important for them to see us, to know that they are important too. Um, and there's no, like, you know, this whole episode, whether I could sit here and speak a million uplifting things or not, there's no perfect way to parent. There really isn't, you know, nobody's way is better than another's. It's just, it is, it's just such a hard journey to go on and I'm not even sure fully what to say on it or how to really give you guys the best advice to it because there's no magic book out there. If there was, we'd all be doing it the same way and our kids would be these perfect human beings every day and that's just not what happens and they're all so beautiful on their own and so unique because not one kid is ever the same. (laughs) But, you know, I want you guys to think about this last quote here, too, is um, preparing your child for the path instead of the path for your child. And I've actually talked to this quote with my mother-in-law a lot because my mother-in-law, we've talked about um, the way she parented my husband and things like that, too. And she definitely was the person who prepared the path for her children, versus preparing her children for the path. And we had talked about this because she visited over Christmas and she noticed that, you know, my kids do a lot for their age and things like that. And she commended us for that. When really, I mean, I feel like, you know, at the same time that there's a lot that I I don't know. I guess this is a back and forth kind of thing too in my mind. But our kids, you know, for their age, know how to obviously get up, have their routine, they know how to cook, they know how to do so many things. And normally kids at their age maybe quite don't yet, um, which is not bad either way. Like, it's not bad that they do and it's not bad that they don't. But it's just like they are such little adults already. And that really, like, was because they had asked, you know, to learn. Like, my daughter and now my son have been very intrigued on cooking and getting more involved in things. And they like being a part of it. And that actually was a way for us to spend time together. They now learned how to cook all of these things because they were with us doing it. It wasn't because they had to do it. And so, um, you know, it is. But at the same time, it's preparing our children to be adults later. It is preparing them to know how to take care of themselves, to take care of their home, to take care of whatever comes their way. And, you know, down the line here soon, we're going to start teaching them finances so they don't get in the same ruts that we have. And so it's just, it's preparing your children to obviously be able to live on their own to obviously to make things work for themselves, to then prepare their families for the same thing. Um, but otherwise, you know you do. You kind of have parents on the other way, too, who prepared the path for your child because it's almost like that kind of saying of helicopter parents you're just so worried about everything, and you want everything to be so perfect, and you want them to go this certain way, and you have these big dreams for them, and that's so true, and it's so valid, because you do, you, you want the best for them, you know, and if you missed out on something, you know that you missed out, and you're trying to make sure that they don't miss out, so they don't have that same regret that you do, and it is, there's such a hard thing with parenting, because there's not one right way to do it, and we just constantly struggle with that, but um, really guys, you know, I think what I want to just leave you here with is this episode probably didn't have a whole lot to it. It really didn't. So I'm really sorry, <laughs> but it's just knowing that no matter what you are facing in your parenting journey, one, know that there is someone out there who is definitely willing to be a shoulder to lean on. I know we all need more people in our tribe. We all need that person, you know, just to explain our life to because it is, it's, it's a hard place to be on a lot of days But on the flip side of this, the very positive end note to this is being their parents is the greatest reward ever, you know, and one day all of their magic fairy dust won't be there anymore. So take today, take this time, go hug your kids, enjoy every moment that you can with them because I know, you know, when they leave, it will be the hardest thing we go through even on the days that we feel super stressed and can't wait. Um, But you know, it's just we will all remember that that little piece of them, and we'll wish it came back. My mom probably tells me a million times over that she wishes we could go back every day. So, um, one thing I wanted to say to end this off here is your positive affirmation. Um, if you are a mom listening to this and you've made it this far, one thank you. <laughs> um, I like I said, this episode ended up becoming a very raw unedited kind of unscripted episode everything all in between because I I started off with one great idea and just couldn't bear to take like just talking about it just taking it on um, so this is what I want to leave you with is positive affirmations for you moms so if you have a moment listen to these say them to yourselves because you are worthy you are a good mom so to start I am a good mom I am exactly who my kid needs. I am capable of amazing things. I am grateful for the time I get to spend with my kids. My kids don't need a perfect mom. I will show my kids love through my actions and words. I will stay calm even in the midst of the chaos. I am not just a mom say those positive affirmations to yourself today. Have a great weekend, guys. Lastly, if you have a moment, go ahead and rate and review this show. It helps me. And of course, if you have any ideas for some great topics that you want to hear about, shoot those over to me and I would love to do a podcast on your favorite topic. Have a great weekend, guys, and I'll see you next week.